In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. In the Lab time, Texans on the road this weekend taking on Miami. I'm Drew Doherty, you're John Harris. John, weird times around here. (laughs) But... Yeah. Uh, Okay. This running attack of the Dolphins is solid, but I'm not scared of it. I am, however, I am, if I was, you know, thinking in scared terms, I'm not literally scared. They're not going to chop me up into a million pieces. (laughs) But, goodness gracious, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle with a little sprinkling of Mike Isicki, all with Tua Tungavailoa throwing the ball to him. How do the Texans combat that? Because it looks like. You're not going to see Darryl, Derek Stingley Jr. out there. But how do you contain that powder keg of explosiveness? It, it's interesting because I was watching him this, this morning, um, probably my second viewing. wasn't. Uh, I've seen the, the Browns game, and I'd seen him earlier this year. The Bengals game was not a great representation of them because uh, Teddy Bridgewater is coming in the game for two who got hurt early in that one. But this way, every game that Tua has started, I think they've won. The three that he didn't, they ended up losing. So I feel like the Miami offense went to a different level on Sunday because of what you just poo-pooed, the run game. It's not it's not a run game that features a Saquon Barkley. It's not a run game that features a Damian Pierce. But what it is is a very diverse run attack. So Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer – they traded for Jeff Wilson. They brought Jeff Wilson over for the 49ers. They had Raheem Mostert, who is from uh, the area, Merritt Island, or New Smyrna Beach. Uh, my buddy coached him in high school. So they've got two really fast running backs, and they do some different things. So they actually play a lot of fullback, tailback, you know, 21 mm-hmm. personnel, sometimes 20 personnel, with just two backs and no tight ends. Sometimes they'll do two backs and one tight end. But they come out of the shotgun, so they can do some different things out of the shotgun. So they'll run some wham plays, uh, which is kind of a – uh, like a tra- almost a trap play, like a double trap sort of thing. They'll run zone plays. They'll do different things in the run game. And so what happened last week, or two weeks ago, because they had to buy last week, when they ran the ball 195 yards, they ended up with just under 200 yards. They threw for 300. I mean, if you're an offense that goes 200, 300 in a game, I mean, that's incredible. Dunzo. Yeah, I mean, that's... Opposing team. That's yeah. just... I mean, that's difficult. So the 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 key is, I think... In the run game, it's you can't be flying upfield all day because of the way that they run their gap schemes where they're pulling and they're kicking out or they're trapping and they're doing things like that. It just opens up big seams. Against Cleveland, there was there were massive seams because Cleveland was running upfield and they were just trapping them, moving out of the way. It's a really good and well-constructed run scheme from Mike McDaniel. So you've got to play your technique sound. You've got to be technique sound and you've got to tackle well. Wilson's not the biggest guy. Mostert's not the biggest guy. But, man, they're fast. And if you let them get to the second and third level and they're they're untouched, they'll be untouched going 75 to the end zone. In the passing game, I don't want to say it's easy, but I think what you have to be able to do is take away their deep shots. Any deep shots. I said this on on Telstrator, and it got posted at our Twitter account. Nothing deep, nothing cheap. If they're going to get something deep, 
it better be Tyreek making one hell of a play like he did in 2019 against us. We went over Justin Reed and snatched mm-hmm. interception through his hands. He, yeah, through his hands. That's that's got to be what he gets. It can't just be you blew coverage and Tyreek just whoosh, and he's throwing it down the field. I think that's such a big part of their offense that if they don't have that, I think Tua is patient to take the intermediate throws and things like that. But he's going to eventually want that deep shot, and eventually he's going to throw you one. They they need to get a deep shot, or they're feeling that way, and you're playing deep. You're playing on top of routes. And you go and steal one from him, you never know how that impacts the confidence, et cetera. But with Hill and Waddle, you just got to stay on top of every deep route you have Mm -hmm. and make sure those routes don't hurt you. Because eventually what they'll come back to are some catch and run situations for them both to get them loose. And then you just have to come up and tackle all you have to do. You have to come up and tackle them in space. And that's probably as difficult as anything you'll do all day. But that's what you're going to be charged to do. That's what you're paid to do. Everybody's on scholarship in this building and then the building down in Miami. And those scholarship players have got to show up and make some plays on the on the defensive side making tackles. All right, let's go out in left field because okay. I got this question on Dear Drew. Okay. And we, we know all the stuff going on with the quarterback spot. Looks like a change, so on and so forth. Right. So that's been covered quite a bit by you guys on Texans All Access. But this is something that I've thought about quite a bit over the last month or so because I've been looking to the years ahead. Right. What does this offense, how much better does, what what changes about this offense, what about it looks better next year maybe, and certainly the year after, almost for sure, with John Mechie in the fold alongside Nico Collins in union with Damian Pierce and along with maybe one or two other weapons that you add in the draft or free agency. But what is the Mechie addition to the equation at minimum, just him, along with probably at maximum more, but what does he add to things you think? Just another playmaker with ball in his hands. And that's, I think, what this offense absolutely needs. The more, I mean, when you look around the league, Monday night's a great example of that. And I'm not saying that these guys are in the class of what I'm about to say. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback that, I mean, shoot, the 49ers drafted Trey Lance to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was basically sitting over in the corner doing nothing, and then Trey Lance got hurt, and they're like, "Uh, Jimmy, you want to come back? The 49ers have a running back, Christian McCaffrey. They also have Elijah Mitchell. A receiver, they have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And a tight end, they have George Kittle. Does Elijah Mitchell run a 3.9 in the 40? No. Looks like he does. No, he was not. not I don't think he was a total burner. He Big looks run. like he's shot out of a cannon now, dude. Well, he's he's a phenomenal football player. I would I would love him. But my point in bringing all those guys up is, you go, oh, that's that's two men. No, there's no such thing as two men. <laughs> not in this league. And what the 49ers have really figured out, and when you look at the box score, it was like holy smokes. Kittle caught two touchdowns. IU caught two touchdowns. Debo had like five or six catches, but he had three or four rushes. Mm-hmm. And it's McCaffrey McCaffrey had I think. I can't remember what it was. It was like 40 to 50 yards rushing, but he had another seven catches for 59. And then Elijah Mitchell was the leading rusher with only nine carries. Point being, when you have all those different weapons, kind of like Miami does. Miami's got Tyreek. They got Jalen. They got Kasiki a tight end when they want to throw it. But they've also added those two running backs in Wilson and Mostert, and people will be like, well, who's Wilson and Mostert? Those guys were big-time ball carriers for the 49ers. Now they get an even bigger opportunity down in Miami. So when you have multiple weapons to use in multiple ways, you make it that much harder for a defense to lock in one way or the other. And here's a great example of that. So against Washington, one of the things I noticed against Washington, and then I went back, 
Um, because I asked both Lovey and Nick about this, and they both said, hey, this is – Nick was interesting because Nick said this was something the Patriots have been doing for a long time. But the the commanders played nickel. So as soon as you hear nickel, you think, oh, well, they're defending the pass, right? Five DBs are on the field. You're defending the pass. But the commanders are using it against the run. So what they would do is they would put their their 3-3 three, three lineup in. So they would have their three interior guys. Now, they're typically a 4-3 team, but they would play three interior guys, and they would two have outs, two outside linebackers. So essentially five guys up front. So every single guy on the offensive line is covered. And then they would play one linebacker, and then they would play their nickel corner. And what stood out to me was that Bobby McCain is so small, and he's sitting next to uh, John Bostic. And I'm like, wait a second, what the heck? And then I realized how genius it was because blocking those five guys with your five is just one-on-ones. And no matter how good your offensive line is, somebody's going to lose on the offensive line. So you're all covered up up front. You take away all, a lot of the double-team stuff, and you can't really get to the linebacker, and yet you're still able to cover the pass because you're a nickel. And I'm like, boy, that's, that's brilliant. So when you're trying to pound Damian Pearson there, you really can't. So, okay, what's the answer? What do you go to next? Well, watching the 49ers, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, let's say the Cardinals couldn't stop Mitchell or McCaffrey. Well, they could take McCaffrey, put him in a slot, and throw it to him if they wanted to. But then they bring Debo Samuel in reverse. Mm-hmm. All right, you're going to stop us. Here comes Samuel in reverse. What did the commanders do? Commanders flipped the ball to Jahan Dotson going the other way. They gave a speed sweep to Curtis Samuel. My point in all that is having a guy like Mechie, a playmaker like Mechie, you add it to a, a, a ball beast like Nico Collins, who just attacks the football, that's two guys. So, and Damian Pierce is obviously going to be the bell cow, and hopefully he's going to be that for a while. So now you've got three guys you look at and go, okay, we think these guys, you need more. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many they bring in. I don't care who they are, but you've got to bring in more guys that put pressure on the defense. And I don't care if you do it early and you look at a Jordan Addison from USC, you look at a Quentin Johnston uh, from TCU, um, if you look at a Rasheed Rice, maybe later in the first or on the second, wide receivers are very, very interesting. I don't care if you look at a guy that's been injured all year like Jackson Smith and Jigba. If you're able to get him somewhere in a draft, I think he would come in and do some incredible things for you. I don't care if it's Amari Rodgers who turns into the next seven games. He turns into um, you know Julian Edelman reincarnate. I don't, I don't care. But you just have to have more guys that are threatening with the yeah. ball in their hands. Or can get the ball like Nico. I mean, I don't look at Nico and think he's a catch and run guy. He could be, but he's just a threat because he can go deep. He can run the out route on you. He can, you know, moss you, but you just need more playmakers with the ball in their hands. So we're getting pressure. Flip it out to this guy. You know, they're backing off. Okay, run Pierce. What who's the other guy that can carry the ball along the same lines as Damian Pierce. Who gives you that same juice? Can you play them together with two backs? And we've seen a little bit of that. You need ball carriers that make plays. Bar none. I mean, that's what this league is all about. Look, look and at maybe, and maybe look we'll this. find one this weekend, perhaps, and, in Eno Benjamin. Yeah, maybe exactly. He, maybe he gets out there and does some things and shows you some things that you can capitalize on down the line. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Drew. And I, and I was just about to say, you know, as I was talking about Amari, you don't know what you're going to find with him. Yeah. I mean, maybe you find that same thing like, hey, man, we got something with this guy. I've liked what I've seen from him in the very short amount of practices. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, got a he different moves. he's got a different gear, and I, and I like that. But here are, your, here are your top offenses in the league, and I think it's sort of fascinating to think about what these teams have 
We Miami's number three in the league in offense. We just went through all the different weapons mm-hmm. they have. Now, New Orleans' team is not playing very well, but Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas when he's healthy, Alvin Kamara, uh, they've get, even got to taste some hill. I mean, I wouldn't even mind having a player like that, like on Joyner, who played uh, the other night for South Carolina. He threw a pass to Spencer Rattler. He caught three. He ran it five times. He was a lead blocker on a play. He's 6'2", 215. He's like Taysom Hill. That's another type of player you'd, you'd like to have, somebody that can do some different things that creates problems. But you just look at the playmakers the top you know, 10 offenses have. We're, we're lacking in that department in volume. These teams have it in volume, and we need to add to that volume for sure. All right, we're going to turn the volume down because you and I, we got to go do some television. So let's go yes. do some television. Let's do it. Texans extra points. But this has been In the Lab. John, can't wait to go to Miami with you. It's going to be fun. Let's do it. Get the sunscreen. Let's go.